Yo, 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 what's up? My name is Clarissa, and this is the Mirrored Universe. But we're going to chit-chat a little bit. We're going to interview people way cooler than me. We're going to do a little bit of conspiracy. And we're going to look into the cold, hard facts about shit that I want to learn more about. And I hope you do, too. So welcome, and um, let's get started. up you know how this goes this is the conspiracy segment i have had so much going on my parents stayed with me for a couple weeks and that was a joy in itself um and i've been working and i photographed a wedding and um a lot of family events it was my birthday just so many things uh so i took a little break I mean, I took a little break. I worked just as much as I always do. And then on top of it, now I'm catching up what I missed. So I was going to do this week's conspiracy episode on weather modification. But then I just could not stop researching this shit. Like, I started learning so much about cloud seeding and weather modification, just everything that goes along with it all the licensing you need, um, how long it's been around, all this stuff. And I was reading all these studies about it and I just decided like, you know what? I am learning way too much stuff and I don't want to rush the episode. So I'm probably going to move the weather modification episode to a factual deep dive and that'll be released next month, most likely, hopefully. Um, But that led to me doing this week's and this month's conspiracy episode on MK Ultra. And MK Ultra is a definite deep dive if you look into any of the conspiracy shit, which is funny because it's a very real thing and a very real event that for sure did happen. Um, but it's just like the 9-11 thing, which is funny because like everything, they're connected. But, uh, yeah, so it is one of the major conspiracies in the conspiracy theory world. And, um, I mean, it has to do with our government, our government fucking us over. And basically what I knew about it or what I thought I knew about it was that the government, the CIA specifically drugged people. Um, for their own gain. I didn't really know why. I just knew that basically there were psyops that the government trained to work for for them through drugging them, through dosing them. So then I looked into it and I actually found out like when and why and what and where and all that good stuff. So um, as always, doing these episodes was extremely informative and taught me a lot as well. So I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Um, MK Ultra, as I said, was a very real event. You can look it up. There are still court cases going on about this event. Um, it ranged from 1953 to 1973. 
and it was done by giving multiple types of different drugs to people to produce psychosis specifically during interrogation with the aim being better torture techniques techniques to get confessions from war criminals so essentially um during this time the cold war was going on so everyone in the u.s and the government had a lot of fear of the soviet union and the commies and world war ii had just happened and so everyone was just in like this very large state of fear now instead of the commies people are just terrified if you are left or right like oh god do you support trump oh god are you joining the left ideology have the universities changed you and people are like constantly looking to discredit you for your beliefs when they've literally created a system to focus on those beliefs but yeah it's all in place for a reason don't forget that you're not crazy and believe whatever the fuck you want to be without having to identify yourself as anything but basically just like left and right are this different wings of the same bird so are all of the different governmental practices in different countries um at least from what i've looked into obviously obviously it's a lot worse i mean look at north korea you can't even practice fucking christianity like you literally can't even own a bible without it being taken away and so i'm not saying like the united states is the most horrible place to ever exist and i hope that's not how this is coming across because that's not what i believe I just think the same people have been in power for a very long time and we are just starting to wake up to it and we're starting to wake up to it because of the freedom we've had access to, which is why the other countries are so terrified to give any freedom to their citizens. And when there's something going on causing a lot of fear, the government definitely always jumps to take advantage of that. Um, so specifically the fear that people were being mind controlled by the soviets and then coming back as controlled opposition uh speaking communist propaganda that was a huge one people weren't trusting their neighbors they were questioning everything going on like at this point um hollywood like a hundred hollywood actors got fired because they all thought they were communists uh, there were just so much, there was just so much distrust among everybody, and, uh, people were just wary of each other. The Soviet Union, so, I feel dumb, like, I knew, like, oh, the Soviets, but I didn't really know what the Soviet Union was, I knew it was, like, a communist party, and that's essentially it. Um, so the Soviet Union, or in full, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, the USSR was by landmass the largest country at the time. It was also one of the most diverse, but mainly consisted of Russians, Ukrainians, and Belarusians. Uh, the Britannica said it was basically two, two and a half times larger than the US, and it had the biggest coastline bordering North Korea and China. 
So essentially it was set up perfectly for war and in case of war. Yeah, so the U.S. was convinced that the uh, USSR and the People Republic of China had conquered mind control. So uh, the government decided to try to get ahead on mind control to fight back with their mind control that they were convinced they had, but they had no proof of them having. So then they decided to work on mind control to try to get it themselves. Um, MK Ultra was performed by the CAA, but was specifically overseen by Alan Dules, who was a civilian director of the CIA. And he's who oversaw MK Ultra as well as a host of other questionable projects and things. And MK Ultra had a ton of sub projects beneath it. So there were so there were like a hundred and fifty different minor projects going on all across the country and I don't know if it was the world. I know it was in a lot of different places and it did include Canada. Yeah, and the CIA got created, fun fact, got created in 1947, which was like right before this. They were working with Project Bluebird at the time and Project Bluebird was like the CIA, like Project Bluebird, Project Bluebird is the predecessor to MK Ultra. So it eventually morphed into MK Ultra and that's the first CIA's project essentially. So essentially MK Ultra is the first CIA project. Like it morphed into it over time, but yeah, this is yeah. It's what started the CIA. It's the origin and the starting point of everything and the CIA and the FBI currently run the government and I currently believe are more president have more power than our own president. Like, they basically are our president. They control our president. They're the ones making the decisions, and they always have. They are the mafia. Um, anyway. <clears throat> Alan Doles. Alan Doles was, the, like I said, the first civilian director of the CIA. Um, and he did a lot of sketchy shit. Like, he broke into the Senate's office to fuck up an investigation looking into the CIA um, in the later years. And this is, fun fact, this is the same duels that the Duels International Airport was named after, which is the airport that one of the planes launched from to that hit the towers in 9-11. And I just thought that was interesting. I mean, it has nothing to do with this, but everything's connected, you hear? And um, he's also the longest serving CIA director of all time. He was moved into the first department chair in 1951, but before that was second in command. And Duell's brother was also John Foster Duell's, who was secretary of the state at the time. Which means he was obviously given more political power and already had political power before even being the first in command for the CIA. Um, Sidney Gottlieb was the one specifically handling the project, so Jules was the director, but Gottlieb ran the project. He was basically the project manager. Um, he was originally part of the FDA, which I also think is funny. 
Uh, he essentially was known for creating drug tests, like drug tests that specifically tested the amount of drugs that you have in the human body and which drugs they are. Um, but yeah, of course he worked for the fucking FDA because why wouldn't you work for two fucking shitty ass organizations? If you're going to join them, you're going to join them, you know? But he also worked with hallucinogens on the National Research Council and then got promotion and position to the CIA while they were experimenting with interrogation techniques through Project Bluebird. So he joined really early. He was on Project Bluebird, which morphed into MKUltra. Um, Gottlieb expanded Project Bluebird and renamed it Project Artichoke when he like officially took it over in 1951 and that's when the CIA tried to enable someone to perform an assassination through the use of mind control following being given certain drugs so they were messing with like mescaline they were messing with electroshock therapy radiation um but specifically in, with cocaine, they did a bunch of studies with cocaine, especially during Project Artichoke. Uh, but specifically and basically most heavily, especially during MK Ultra segment, they were focused on LSD. And they were applying LSD to a lot of people. Um, during Project Artichoke, though, one specific agent was on LSD for 77 days to try to get successful results. During um, Project Artichoke where Gottlieb also convinced the president that he could have complete control over the division of experiments but also have basically complete immunity. Like he could do whatever he wanted with no repercussions, um, no fallback. And this included killing people, this included uh, any finances he needed. It was actually made a law where the CIA director, um, which would be Duels at the time, he would be able to spend whatever he wanted, like however much he wanted, and it didn't, it couldn't be tracked or anything could be said about it. Like. As much money as he wanted at his disposal, he could have. Um, originally, when the project was presented, uh, it was uh, supposed to be like a $40,000 project. And by the end of it, it costed around $10 million or 80 It was like almost $90 million of today's money. Um, but yeah, he basically had as much money as he wanted at his disposal, had as much drugs as he wanted at his disposal. He could literally perform the drug t drugs on anyone, like he could give anybody he wanted drugs. And um, as long as he was basically keeping an account of how they reacted on the drug, he could drug whoever he wanted. And basically his whole goal was to manipulate them because he was testing to see if he could control their mind. And so it was definitely a fucking crazy ass time that this was even allowed. Um, 
he was literally able to perform the test on anyone he deemed fit. Uh, yeah, so just the dude with unlimited power, with no consequences, with access to all the drugs he wanted, and the ability to drug anyone he wanted, and do whatever he wanted on the government's dime. It's a recipe for disaster. It's basically like creating a Satan. <laughs> um, he did tests that f- fell under different subgroups. So like I said, there were different projects under MK Ultra that were considered different types of projects. He performed those on so many different types of people, on soldiers, on FBI agents, on students, on prisoners, his own colleague, colleagues. Uh, most of the time, it was without their consent, sometimes without their knowledge at all. At, at first, it was cocaine that was used, but then mainly, like I said, it focused on LSD. Some prisoners, he promised shorter sentence times, better accommodations, or other outcomes that never came to fruition. Some even ended up in worse positions after being used as test subjects. I read that one dude ended up at that, like, prison in California. Um, The one in the middle of the ocean. I can't think of the name. But, yeah, so this dude was, like, just, just fucked up. Just so fucked up. Like, someone who just literally does not give a shit and has no empathy whatsoever and is literally just aiming to gain power and gain control over people's minds. Um, One mental patient was given LSD for 174 consecutive days, and that prisoner was told that this was all to find a cure for schizophrenia. So he literally thought, like, he, he had the potential to get better, and this shit was probably sending him into, like, an entire other plane of existence. (laughs) Like, how fucked up would that be? Um, sex workers would even give LSD to their clients in exchange for money that, um, Godlib would give them. So, uh, he specifically did this because he thought he wanted to see the difference between, because, I mean, the whole thing was, like, for a truce serum. So he wanted to see the difference between, like, just applying LSD to men to try to get the truth versus applying LSD and sexual favors or, like, sexual interest and giving LSD. Um, yeah, at one point I mentioned that he drugged his co-workers, but he invited all of his, um, colleagues to a cabin in the woods for, like, a work party or whatever. And then I guess he gave them all LSD in their drinks without them knowing and didn't tell them until they all drank it. And there was this one dude named Frank Olson. I think his name was Frank. I just have Olson written down. But, um, yeah, he got pissed. He was basically the person who would, like, have to come up with better ideas or, like, fix um, Godlib's problems when his ideas went awry. And so... He, uh, he was, he probably didn't like him to begin with because he was constantly having to fix this shit, but he was especially pissed that Gottlieb did this 
and apparently he wanted to um, expose MK Ultra for what it was at this point. And he ended up being thrown out of a window. Um, well, they, they at first said that he jumped and that it was suicide. But then, like, years and years later, his son uh, had his, an autopsy done. And it suggested murder because of the damage done above his eye and the fact that there was no broken glass, which means he wouldn't have smashed through the window. Um, just so many things. And so they said that it was most likely murder. So basically, like, his children came out and was trying to bring attention to this and the government offered them $750,000 to say that, to stop saying that it was murder. Um, and then in 1973, when Nixon was president, a new CIA director was taking place named Helms and Gottlieb decided to finally step down and during this time, Helms ordered Gottlieb to destroy all of the documents on MKUltra. And at the time um, Watergate was going on, the government was like all freaked out. And so Helms said like to get rid of all the documentation in regards to MKUltra. And he did. Gottlieb did. Um, and then years later an archive like 20,000 archived files were found that he did not destroy and that is what we have about MK Ultra was from the files that weren't destroyed so you can only imagine if this is if this was what was in the found files that like they didn't even they didn't even think to destroy can you imagine what was in the files that like he specifically made sure there was no proof of like oh um yeah it's just wild to me so the 20 out of the 20,000 files that were eventually found some of those became declassified in 2001 and it just that is what we got the information that we have from it there's so much speculation so much um we do know that like civilians were tested on uh we do like i said like prisoners were tested on students were tested on like these were all in the documentation but we don't know specifically how many people but it was during a 20-year range so like you can only imagine how many people and at the end of it they said that it didn't work which why would you keep it going for so long and there's definite uh like documentation of weird instances where it most likely did work and that's where the conspiracy falls into is like a lot of people say like oh yeah they say it didn't work so mk ultra was just a test that failed but it's like there there's just so many things that point to it having been working and then they shut it down when they realized that the people were becoming aware of it. I don't know. I think people theorize a whole bunch of stuff like um, 
some people theorize that like Hollywood actors are currently like what it, what the CIA has like MK Ultra the government actors and that's like the Illuminati and or the government actors the Hollywood actors and that's who's being MK Ultraed or um I think a more realistic one that I think I would be more likely to believe is that they ha- I, because okay so I read something a really long time ago too and I need to look this up because I brought this up to both my husband and my best friend now on separate occasions so I want to make sure my brain isn't misremembering but I remember reading that when like this was an article from a really long time ago that during like movies at a movie theater when you're watching them and there's like a flicker in a corner or whatever it's actually like a signal to like get you to get up and either use the restroom or like refill your popcorn or whatever but you don't even realize and it's like so subtle that you have no realization about it but it's to do it during certain times in the film to like let you know that it's okay to do it at that time and to like signal that it's the time to do it and I don't know I don't know if that's real or not but like basically like the theory with MKUltra and why it's considered a conspiracy theory and what I personally think would be like more realistic in terms of it still happening today is like using it through television and social media and not only in the aspect of like the algorithm or whatever but in aspect of just like certain certain things that we don't necessarily even realize we're looking at and I mean it's I was like a huge thing in like 90s cartoons it's like the subconscious picking up on all this weird shit that makes us like extra fucking weird and yeah I definitely think the government is probably still doing that and I think there's a lot more to how much it impacts our brain and how much we are being controlled because of it which is why when you touch grass and you go outside and you go on walks and you live in the present all these things break you out of it break you out of the matrix it shows you what is real and it slows time down and yeah you have the power to slow time down a little bit and don't only spend don't basically only spend the time that you have like off technology working for the man because you will be crushed because look at who the fucking man is it's like someone who's literally trying to control your mind and it's just all a vicious toxic circle anyway um <laughs> there are several several accounts of people who claim to have been a part of the mk ultra trials but the majority of these are technically all conspiracies because they cannot be proven um there are entire books though claiming this as well as podcasts that have came out and just so many people that have now said um their speculation that like charles manson was a part of the mk ultra um research and he was using techniques to guide the women that were killing for him um there was just so many 
basically that he was an operative. Um, there's so much you can look into and find your own research and validate yourself and see what you believe because yeah at that point I mean I can't do anything for you but that's what MKUltra is. An article published in March of this year in the Canada in Montreal Canada uh, for their news site it's, it's CTV CTV news if you want to look it up um, said that a proposed class action lawsuit over the infamous brainwashing experiments at Montreal Psychiatric Hospital was before Quebec's Quebec Quebec was Quebec's highest court Thursday as victims attempted to remove immunity granted to the United States government. The United States government successfully argued in Quebec's Superior Court last August that the country couldn't be sued for the project known as MKUltra allegedly funded by the Canadian government and the CIA. U.S. lawyers argued that foreign states had absolute immunity from lawsuits in Canada between the 1940s and the 1960s when the program took place. So basically, like, they're acknowledging how fucked up MKUltra really was, but they're like, hey, we had immunity during that time, so sorry, um, you're fucked. So, yeah, current lawsuits are definitely still taking place over this. There are now advisory boards to try to stop this shit, because obviously, like, it's evil and shit, and they can't be, like, as forward with doing this shit. Um, so everything is a lot more secretive and a lot more low-key and a lot less talked about, and now there's a lot more distractions, and I believe their research is going into things like technology so they can like focus on foreign affairs still and still be running the forever war and such but um there are advisory boards to try to make sure the CIA doesn't do these types of experiments but even so they like looking into the advisory boards there was talk about like them being paid off and who was the advisory board and like when the advisor when the advisor board does look into shit and how they're treated to like luxury vacations and how much they're paid and just all this stuff so i don't know i don't know i don't know shit i'm just some girl talking in a microphone it's like 9 p.m at night um I just want to point out that people didn't know MK Ultra was happening when it was happening, if that makes sense. Like, people weren't like, oh my gosh, they're, they're, they're coming after our brains. They're going into our brains and controlling us. Like, no, like, that's what was happening. But literally, if you said that, you would literally be looked at as, like, a fucking crazy person. You would probably be committed. What everyone was fearful over was the fucking commies like the communist socialist party like that's what everyone was freaking out over while the government was actually taking control over your brains and while the economy was crashing and while there was a war going on and does this sound familiar because that's what was going on 
and we were literally misguided we it was a misdirection it was a misdirection it's literally just like hey focus on this we're gonna take advantage of the fear you have and meanwhile we're still controlling everything um so yeah I just think the government and organizations would rather do now and ask for forgiveness later especially when it's under the guise that they're helping people when really they're just trying to help themselves um yeah so that's my MK Ultra episode I learned a little bit I actually learned a lot but I don't even feel like I put in as much as I learned into this I read a lot of shit look into it it's an interesting little conspiracy theory don't let it scare ya thanks for listening if you listened and I'm back bitches <laughs> um, I'm also going to be releasing an episode I feel like it goes hand in hand about just facts about the CIA like I didn't want to do anything to like I, I just I'm still I still need a break I'm still exhausted in life and honestly I am working on my story and I want to finish my story so bad and I'm so fucking close so I'm just putting everything on the back burner and I still don't have time. I still don't have time to focus on what I want to focus on. So I decided to do something a little easier this week um, for my factual deep dive. So I'm just doing quick facts about the CIA to like learn a little bit about shit that they do that's like why they're not trustworthy and why they haven't been trustworthy from the beginning. I mean, their literal first project was MK Ultra. Come on, guys. Like, <sighs> and then, yeah, so many things. So many things that they were a part of. Project Northwoods, 9-11. <laughs> Just so many things. Um, yeah, so if you want to listen to a little bit of facts about the CIA, and then I'm releasing a chit-chat episode, and the chit-chat episode will be about... A bunch of shit but like essentially just talking about my personal life and my parents staying with me and how that goes in adulthood then being grandparents and motherhood and all the feelings that come along with it next week will be sincerely art um who came on my podcast and was a literal angel so I have a lot of exciting things coming up. I do plan on the podcast being a forever sort of thing, or at least like a right now forever sort of thing. Uh, but I do have other things going on in my life. So I'm here when I can be. I love doing this. This forces me to do things that I enjoy doing and that I would spend time doing before it was a podcast. So thank you for letting me grow, thank you for listening, and thank you for being a part of it. I hope you learned something today. Keep your mind open, trust nobody, always speak the truth, fuck the government. (laughs) Thanks, good night.